Welcome to the Mescast table. My name is Andre, and with me I have two friends today. And uh, first off is Mr. Beastman, Martin. How are you doing? Hello. I'm just fine, thank you. Even though it's quite late in the evening. Yes, it's been a little late. We have been setting up uh, all the tech stuff, and I forget a power cable. So yeah, we are a little bit late. Yeah. <laughs> and the ogre from the north, Jonas. Yes, just fine. Uh, recovering from all the Christmas treats and uh, dining, yep. eating, being still. So looking forward to some Warhammer content. Yes. Uh, how have you been doing this holiday? So to be perfectly honest, we are, what are we, 20, 28th of December is today. So we have been having a Swedish holiday Christmas or Jul. Yeah, you yeah. have you been painting some, Martin? I have been painting some, though we celebrated Christmas at our house. And when the guests le- left the house, I went up and started painting again. And right now I'm touching up two units of high elves that I forgot in the furthest back of my uh, closet somewhere. Since I'm now moving gaming room. Uh, I have 36 archers and 15 sword monsters that I forgot about. <laughs> they they are the wrong color on the on the arms, like the fluffy parts. It's the wrong color to fit in the army. So you have you have like a blue them. blue white theme. Yeah, and I started with a turquoise before I. Yeah. And then I forgot that they were done, so they went into the back, and I filled it up so much that I didn't see them until I right. Recently, I'm starting to get finished in my new gaming room. So now it's time to move places. So high elves for Mr. Beastman. Yeah. You've been painting anything, Jonas? I have been trying to. I'm still working on my Demons of uh, Chaos. So I have my blood letters on the painting table. Uh, the movement tray needs to be finished before uh, the upcoming tournament. I have the Demonettes. Uh, and then I'm gonna take on the Skull Taker and two Blood Crushers. That's you, a lot. Yeah, I think you have uh, the busiest mm. painting table this time. Yeah, I think so. You yeah, have, yeah. You have uh, <laughs> pretty much a lot of pa- a lot of painting to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. And it goes to show that uh, you guys have been collecting, and, and Martin is more uh, like committed, uh, like more better disciplined than I have uh, at like getting projects done. Yeah, so I, I always get things at the very last moment. Yeah, I actually learned from uh, Andre. He said the way he gets stuff painted is to have a permanent painting station and have the models on display. So you always see them. So I have I have one batch of models right up the stairs to the bedroom. And then I have, besides my computer, I have a painting station. Oh. So there's always something there. And when the when I'm sick of playing computer games, I paint for... 30 minutes then I go downstairs or something so it, it there's should, always it should so take, something on the table it should take maximum 10 seconds to start painting yeah. you should have the colors ready you should always have a clean glass of water so if yeah. you get the urge you should just go yeah absolutely I, um, I've been doing some uh, blood nights and uh, even though I have my painting table I have it set up some somehow they're taking much more time than I wish they have uh, yeah. I don't know why it's like some models you always have that 
mental barrier. Ma- yeah. It's some mental yeah. barrier. And uh, the Blood Knights, they have a mental barrier. Yeah, they have so many details as well. Like, yeah. And they are a standout unit, so you want them to look good at the table. Uh, they, will look, they will look uh, <laughs> decent, because, decent, but they just take time. Yeah. But since the last time, I also... We had a shout-out. I don't remember if it was the last episode or the episode before that that we have a shout-out regarding uh, Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. And I actually got a game in, or a half a game with Tabletop Simulator with one of our US viewers, uh, Niklas, who joined us, joined me yesterday, and he showed me how to play and how to use it. And it's, it was very interesting what you can do in Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. I've tried finicking around by myself, but you really need a guide. Yeah, uh, it was a channel on Discord. Did you remember what the channel was? Uh, if, uh, if anyone Warhammer who, Fantasy Discord in the old world or something. If yeah. if anyone Warhammer Fantasy Battle and the old okay. world and the old world. If anyone wants to get into tabletop simulator, that's a good start. <coughs> but it is start of the day we have um uh news now we have a, a small section about uh what have happened in 2023 and then we have some news and then yes maybe some small talk about 2024 yeah, yeah. and well wishes to everyone that's still watching <laughs> watching still watching yes still watching <laughs> still watching still watching <laughs> yeah, that's always left. should yeah. we mention the elephant not in the room who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Mr. Dark Elf. Mr. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the Nurgle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's mi- a bit mi- under Mr. the weather. Yeah, bi- Mr. Dark Elf, he, he's bitten by Nurgle, so he's uh, home taking yeah. care of himself. Ho- hopefully he will make a fast recovery and be back yeah. for the next uh, episodes. I think yeah. he's going to paint models. Well, he's That's yeah. the best cure for <laughs> everything. <laughs> He also is he's yeah. going on a trip, so maybe yeah, yeah we see yeah, some we warmer see climate. Warmer uh, we climate like for a while. Seventy climate. degrees below zero Celsius yeah. for the yeah. Americans. I was thinking about having a like a one 17. piece. Seventy. Yeah. Not 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 seventy. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen degrees. Yeah. 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 I don't know that. It's cold. I don't know the Fahrenheit, but no, Fahrenheit I know, is a I know higher, that higher number. My, uh, negative 40 Celsius is negative 40 uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Super stupid. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's not let get into an argument. No, 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 no. <laughs> the <laughs> Americans have some things to learn. <laughs> let's leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, 2023, I thought that we would go through during this episode some of the highlights of this past year <coughs> and there's been a couple of good episodes and a couple of good events that we have been to and other experiences so martin would you like to tell us and the viewers uh, which army were the most fun you had playing uh, during this last year definitely skaven skaven without a doubt <laughs> like it, they are new to me we we had our competition at the start of the year but so i started playing skaven in march something and now I, I only want to play Skaven. Like <laughs> it's so so much fun. We actually had a, a battle me and Mons two weeks ago. That was the swingiest, weirdest game ever. And we recorded everything, but the the memory cards got corrupt. Yeah, so it's the super same, bummer. 
Wasn't it the same memory card that messes, messed with our last podcast? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we, we shouldn't have used it. It's, <laughs> but, uh, it gone to yeah. One, one of the things heaven. that happened was like yeah, the when the when the slaves uh, break, they don't run away. They uh, explode. they explode. Yeah. yeah, and my explosion killed his BSB, <laughs> and then his white lions got panicked without reroll and ran into my rat ogres. That, that was like the two of three last units I had. It was so, so swingy. I want to know what happened because 2022, we have the Mar- Martin that said, oh, I have so much Skaven. Who who wants to play Skaven? Do anybody want to buy my army? Do you want yeah. a Skaven army? Do you want a Skaven army? And now 2023, Skaven is the best army. It is the best. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, it's not the no. best. It's the most fun to play in my opinion at least. i really like playing against gaven it's very fun uh, or yeah. to play against too so but that is also your fault because i was uh, at my parents and uh andre called me like are you close to this town yeah, yeah. like 20 minutes <laughs> okay i bought a very expensive book Tamurkan. Tamurkan. yeah so i went to the guy i called him up and i said i'm gonna pick up the book and then uh, while i was there i was looking around i was like do you have anything else you want to sell? <laughs> so and he like poke at the arm. Do yeah. you got some more stuff? You <laughs> I need more some stuff. plastics. <laughs> I have so I have too much money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he put all the scaven on the table and he gave me a fair price and I or I offered a fair price like a dollar a model or something. Just because it was a good price I thought I bring it home see if anyone want to start. And nobody wanted to touch it cuz well, it's like we wanted you to paint it. Yeah, and I, it, I, fair, I ended up painting it. <laughs> yeah. I think Martin was the only one that could have managed it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the lookout for uh, 80 or 100 more slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, I was actually going to ask you if you had any plans on expanding on it. Because, yeah, yeah, uh, I have. Uh, more Doom Wheels, more... More Doom Wheels, uh, more weapon teams, more slaves, and perhaps even uh, going a full uh, plague army. Okay, so yeah. like the what's it called, the plague furnace and yeah, like plague furnace and the plague claw catapult and you have to have if you have a special character, you can have um, the plague monks as core as well. Ah, okay. So you okay. can, I think you can go a full plague, skaven. Okay, so you are on the lookout for certain special characters then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's that's kind of fun. Like, did you have any good games with it? Like, in, you mentioned Mons in particular, but yeah, that that was like the latest. But um, I would say that they sometimes punch above their weight, and at least I wouldn't say they win all the time. But when it goes good, it goes really good. Like with Beastman, it's a bit swingy, but with Skaven, it's a lot swingy. You I can always shoot your own units and. Uh, nothing ends up where you want it to be but it's super fun yeah uh, and andre you probably have the largest collection out of all of us in the gaming community around here uh, maybe Johnny can rival you but uh, have you had like any i know that you and martin undertook a large competition at the start of the year that's probably it's either I thought about it before. Uh, it's either that that uh, I painted up the Lizardman army during Lizardman army during January, or maybe maybe my experience with Vermintide might be my best, uh, my war, <laughs> Warhammer 
highlights like and the I, game Vermintide. yeah we had i had a couple of Vermintide. We, i played Vermintide one and two for the first time this year and we played it from start to finish a couple of friends uh, it was really f actually really fun uh, yeah and uh, it's either that or painting the lizardman also we have uh, had a good couple of matches but i don't think anyone have stood out especially for this year probably the lizardman Okay, yeah. Lizardman. I really liked painting the Lizardman too. So I, I made them so I wanted to put as much color as possible. So some is orange, some is purple, some is oh, that's very the way blue, to go. some yeah. are very green. And my, all my other armies are in general dark. <coughs> but they yeah. kind of pop when you look at them. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the colors like make you look at certain they details. Nice. And then you have the large monster units. I actually started to paint for a long time ago uh, uh, Termagant. What's the. Um, it's a 40k army. Tyranids? Uh, Tyranids. Yeah. I started painting Tyranids in the same kind of manner that it should be very, very bright colors. But uh, I, I stopped and sold it. But I, it was kind of the same colors that I thought to having on that army mm. that I put on Lizardman. Like huge contrast. But yeah. yeah. But color theory is one of those things that I kind of wish that I knew. Because yeah. when people pick interesting colors and make them yeah, like work together, it's, it yeah. makes it... Like you don't need to have the best brush strokes. But you have that uh, color complementary yeah. colors. Yeah, like but so cold, warm. Like you, you basically need to have a feel for it. No, the, you have a there's a, oh, a, a short. Yeah. There's a yeah, wheel. But it's so not you, like if you have that color, you should use the opposite. Done. Yeah, but, but it's not like science. Like That's straight science. through. It's it's like feel to it as well. I think, like artistic. Like I used the color wheel to get because um, I had a vision about how, since I'm using a lot of speed paints or contrast colors. I I had a vision how I wanted the Skaven to look, but the, w when it came to the bases, I was like. I, I want the base to be totally different so the models pop out. And I use the wheel. Okay, you actually use both yeah, of you. Yeah, so yeah. just Plant to get the, get the contrast between okay. colors. Yeah, you can do it wrong too. Uh, I, I was certain that I was going to have purple. And then for some reason I, saw, I thought that yellow was the complementary color. So I painted an entire unit of purple and yellow and then i looked at the wheel again but no that's wrong it's not yellow but i <laughs> okay. will keep them as that <laughs> uh, it's the the riders uh temple guard temple guard but I, have, have you yeah. tried repainting one model just to compare them or you don't want to go down that slope i don't care no okay <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just give up i just looked <laughs> okay it's good enough let's go okay <laughs> That's uh, fair. But we did also get to play some good armies and games at like various events. Do you have any standout moments from those times? Like any specific opponent or match that you thought were really like hard it's fought or like valiant uh, effort, even though you might have ended up in. It was like two dollars slaget this year, right? Yeah. I was the on the first, missed the second. Yeah. 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 Exactly. What did I play when I was Didn't there? Didn't you play the Chaos Dwarves? Was it Chaos Dwarves? Yeah, then it's the match. If it was Chaos Dwarves, it was a match against uh, Jimmy. Uh, he was from Jävle. He had uh, uh, demons, um, mm, 
Demons of Chaos and I and he like failed the uh, one up save two times in a row. It, it was uh, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, relishing yeah. in another person's. Uh, yeah, it's the best kind of uh, <laughs> happiness. Okay, did yeah, you have the the Lord that we discussed on the previous podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, but maybe it's close to. He has like Moist a talked about shooting cinch. Themed army, yeah, and he super had, cool. He had like uh, a one. One of them was really powerful. Wasn't there two of those monsters with the things on the back, like the round uh, vortex, yeah. something mutilate yeah. vortex, beast yeah. thing? It's it's a unit we never seem to get no. onto our tables. I think most had one. Yeah, or did I you, have it you now. Buy, you know, yeah, you I, have, uh, I took have it for a slaughter well, brute. Yeah. It's like yeah. two model kit. Uh, I have one, but it's unpainted and I don't have a Worst of Chaos Army. So. No. <laughs> Do you have any top 20, 23 uh, moments? Yeah, like plenty of our battle reports have been really, really fun. Yeah. Kind of liked our last game, uh, Chaos Borps versus Worst of Chaos, but uh, highlight was probably when I played against uh, one of the guys at the Summer Dallas Lager tournament. He had this incredibly painted Lizardman Army. Uh, really like uh, uh, really really friendly person that had looked at our battle reports and just figured that the best way to like learn this game is to watch other people play it, go to tournaments, meet up with people, and then just have have like the humble experience of like I'm probably not gonna win this, no. but I'm here to learn, have fun, meet people, and that was a really good interaction, I think. Was it uh, this year that you got? Uh, Best um, friendliest player. The yeah, what sportsmanship? Sportsmanship. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, that was with the ogre, so it wasn't the, the summer event. It was oh, uh, the winter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that must have been pretty. Yeah, but all of the games, like it's it's so hard to like top rank. Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, and and more so than like the ceremony. I think that like just playing games is is the best experience. Yeah, like, like I, I would say one one of I had one. Uh, well, I don't know how to translate it. Tragicomic. Tragical. Yeah. Fun but sad. I played Lizardman as well with. Uh, is he called Anton? I think. He had a skink list. Yeah, but he had a Slan as well. Yeah. And I was ranking up one charge with a really strong unit. And he chose to flee because he had been. He didn't have many models left, so he wanted to yeah, conserve the points. Yeah, and then he fled, and then I had another unit that charged as, as well, so he fled. And the last thing I did was my harpies, fifty-five points charged, and made it like in a eighteen. <laughs> like a, I think I rolled ten or eleven or something, and caught up with him and destroyed the unit. That that was like a a strong, vivid memory. <laughs> but I think. The last game of the last tournament, I played a, I think he was from Poland. Yeah, the Beastman. No, no, he had a Slanesh. Slanesh. Yeah, yeah, Keeper of Secrets and so on. And it, it was so weird to s- play an army with so different magic. Like he... he he screwed with my movement. Like he, he moves random instead and yeah he just scrambled the board for me and that was a neat experience (laughs) nothing i've experienced before 
Uh, but speaking of uh, tournaments, uh, we have another couple of uh, events upcoming for 2024. Uh, Martin, would you like to walk us through some of the games and tournaments that you are planning and building for? Yeah, and you have to correct me if I'm missing out. I think the order is there is one in Huiliftio, which I can't It is a attend. friendly game. Yeah. Then the next one should be in 4th of February. The it's uh, a local tournament. Yeah, what's the it's AI AI AI, AI, AI. Yeah. AI. <laughs> like an artificially generated list. My, my name is Andre Israelson. So one is Andre Israelson. The second AI. is AI and uh, artificial. Arti art artificial intelligence and the last one is also artificial yeah. <laughs> intelligence yeah. But so that's the first of the year I would say and then uh, in the first week of March we are going to Falun, Gävle somewhere Dalaslaget Borlänge Borlänge New venue Living long Try to say that yeah. name if you're not in Sweden <laughs> Borlänge And then in no, in the beginning of March, there is uh, Umeå Gate, yeah. the first grand tournament in uh, old the old world, yeah. yeah, which you and Mons are attending at least. I am a pending. Yeah, and I think that uh, the guy organized Linus uh, also wanted us to mention that the Honest War Gamer is going to appear there. So, oh. uh, yeah, it might okay. be really fun to meet up with them. They've been putting out lots of content regarding the upcoming release of the old world. Yeah, definitely. So uh, it's going to be hard to match their knowledge of the yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm planning on going, but I'm not sure I will play. Yeah, Most likely like I will tag along as a bad guy some <laughs> sort. L try. Uh, I enjoy like the atmosphere on tournaments. I would like to get some documentation in. That would the, be super fun. Yeah. And then the the next one that we actually booked and pinned is the London GT. That's all. And that's be the really end of April. Yeah. So we have booked everything except the flights because it's been Christmas. Nobody yeah. has time for anything. <laughs> but <laughs> so we're all going to. Yeah, we have. As long as we're healthy, we will go. Yeah. All four of us to yeah. London. Uh, we have tickets and we have uh, accommodation. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, so, so we we are going. Yeah. We just need to finalize the details. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of details, uh, have you put any thought into what kind of armies that you want to play in the upcoming Old World, Andre? Do you have a main army, like, in your head? No, not really. I uh, haven't... Uh, I have a lot of armies, so I haven't quite... I, I think I just gonna have... Everyone gonna have a go. Okay. I'm gonna try uh, try all the armies I have once and uh, see because I which have, is most fun. Yeah, I kind of have two questions regarding that. I know that you have a specific system that you try to utilize when you determine what next, uh, what is the next army that I want to play, like so that you give them all a go when you are like lining up for tournaments, lining up for seasonal play. Well, the the system have been that I should have a new army every time I go to a tournament. And it it uh, uh, went fine for eight tournaments, and now I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now it's more like if I haven't been to Dalaslaget, example for example, I have played a couple of armies, but I'm gonna continue playing armies that I haven't played before. 
Yeah. And I would do the same if I were to go to like in Luxele. There has a couple of tournaments. I try to keep track which armies I have brought to that tournament scene, so that I will bring a new one next. So, so that's, that's like every time someone meets Andrea, they get a new experience. Hopefully, new but kind I, of slice but of when, cheese. But you ha- when you have uh, tried my eight armies, uh, there's gonna be repetition because now I'm. It, it takes too much space. Yeah. <laughs> So no beastman armies in the near future. No beastman armies. No, no. Um, if if I were to paint any new armies, I would uh, try and paint another scale. So I might even paint an, the same army, but I would go for a, a 10 millimeter army instead of 28. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or like so a 15. Portable. Yeah. So you're satisfied with eight armies? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because after a while, most armies are a little bit alike. So yeah. now you you can't have uh, all all armies. Some of them have reminds each other, like Beastmen and Skaven. They are sort al- of similar. So, sort of similar. Yeah. And also, if you have a shooting army, it's not necessary to have another shooting. No, you army. don't you don't want to go chaos dwarves and dwarves. I had um, no. No, Exa- that's a great example. Uh, also, like having three elves, having high elves, dark elves, and wood elf. He who have that, you have, you are insane, basically, because they are hard to paint, and they are okay. Wood elves might be more different, but if you have both high elves and dark elves army, you're insane. <laughs> yeah, we have one mons. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, he has. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Martin, do you have any like main <coughs> armies lined up for upcoming Old World? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards Beastmen again, like okay, where it all started. Now. Yeah, because Skaven is gonna be a side quest. It's not lining up in the timeline, sort of. And I want to see where Beastmen ends up in the new edition. Yeah, like because uh, they're, they're eighth edition, they're not great. Uh, I think and they I have some really like uh, some some units are very strong and compensates for other units. Yeah, they do, but they are in eighth edition. They are horrible in triple crown and Swedish. Comp, yeah, with the comp they, system, they, they, they are better. better. Absolutely. But in, in basic eighth edition, <coughs> I mean, Beastman is horrible. But they still have like the dreaded thirteen. No, that's, no, that's Skaven. Skaven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beastman. Yeah, right. Beastman, I, I, I yeah. thought you meant Skaven. No, so no, no. They are like a PDF in the yeah, new yeah. old world so I, i'm thinking about dusting off the beastmen again it's been a while since i played them yeah not th- too long but i i'm super stoked to see wh- where they end up in the old world yeah and i want to play i have a high elves as well but they're kind of finicky they're good andrea what did you do i uh, i changed my answer I'm gonna, even though they aren't with the, the baseline, I probably might try to get a game with Vampire Counts pretty early. Because that was my first army. That was the first army I played uh, Warhammer's Armies Project. It's kind of been my baseline. So maybe maybe I will go with Vampire Counts. Might be the first one out to, to try out Old World. And even though it's not in the... No, army book, the main. it get a PDF and I get that experience. Yeah, I'm still gonna play Skaven, but yep. I, I'm thinking about like bringing Beastman back because I, as I said 
before I, I'm hoping for good scenarios in the books mm. something that's kind of narrative yeah. and then Beastman is in all the books they were so fun it's like a herd of chaos <laughs> mutated stuff that just wants to eat other yeah. stuff Th- their lore is very dark like yeah. exceptionally dark Andre you sometimes mentioned that the goblins have grim dark aesthetics and lore but man Beastman uh, Both of them are super grim dark. I uh, can recommend uh, anybody who wants to have an experience to read the Skarsnik book. Yeah, it's mm. pretty dark. Uh, your army for Old World? Kind of want to like revitalize my Dogs of War project. Like I'm hoping that there is some like segue into like Empire Regiments of Renown. Yeah, uh, there might so be. I, kind of want to paint them up as an empire kind of want to explore betonia a bit as well kind of like like the aesthetics of them uh and we only have one betonia player in in our game group but we're gonna fix that soon right i hope so i hope so but it depends on like what happens let's see uh, but regarding vampire guns that you mentioned uh, i think that they are very strategical about uh, lining up the story arc for them uh, because if you look at the like new upcoming article that was uh, released just yesterday or the day before that, uh, they have the new interactive map on the old world. Have you had time to check it out? Just uh, briefly. Yeah. Just checked it. I, I you sent. Uh, I don't know where I saw it. I, s- I w- saw the homepage and I didn't think that I could do much there. But you said you yeah, could do some things like with you, the map. You get all of the uh, like uh, what's included in the upcoming box releases and you also get the map where you can drag around click certain locations or like heraldry and get some short stories about the uh, factions and potential uh, lords and And it was something about vampire counts there uh, there's definitely like a like overlaps uh, between bretonia and vampire counts i would say Uh, there are very clear like nods to certain lores in vampire accounts from the Bretonia. like there is this character called Harkon uh, he has a very like he's one of the blood uh, dragons mm. and he has this like red cup with blood droplets and he's far in the east and there are other like uh, things that are lining up with vampire accounts and uh, the uh, the Bretonia having some kind of connection. I I didn't play. Uh, I haven't played sixth edition, uh, and uh, but I have read the um, army book for vampire counts in sixth edition, and I must say that the army books in sixth edition is the best army books. Yeah. Even though I haven't played them, it's the best army books. And the uh, old world hints on having like different compositions so if you buy this book you get this composition if you that's something i'm really hopeful about that you have the same kind of um overlaps uh, fluff to the army so if i go bloodline i get some bloodline lord and i get some specific rules for for being that and there used uh, to be that in vampires right yeah there's the six edition books you have the different tiers yeah. or the different families Kor- exactly Karstein and depending on which one you pick you you get some difference between them and I think that's super cool yeah uh, I'm really hoping that they go that direction because 
there definitely looks to be a story arc where we are exploring like the uh, more like unhonorable uh, aspects of Bretonia. Uh, you have ser- on, on the map you can click around and there are like mentions of uh, lords that have abandoned their vows and fled far away and there's like this uh, one duke that has fled like all the way to the east to the world's edge mountains like far far away from good old Bretonia. And uh, there's another uh, that has like something to the betrayer in the name. So really lining up for some grim dark uh, uh, sides of Bretonia that we haven't explored in the past. I mean, like Bretonia is nasty when you and think they, about it, how they treat the peasants, how they... Yeah. They've been, uh, I think it's not uncommon that Bretonian lords or Bretonian paladins go away to other lands because there's some story where... There's also a character from Far East. Um, he has uh, so, so one duke goes to uh, Arabic, 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 and uh, he conquers an empire there. But he becomes friend with um, Lord or whatever from that country and bring him back to Britannia. And so you can play him. And I have that model, but. I don't remember what he's called. Someone uh, yeah. enlighten us. But it, uh, so I think it's uh, not uncommon that Bretonia do such quests. Yeah, and I think like now is the perfect time to uh, check out that map and like scroll around, try to find the basis for like what kind of themed army am I gonna start collecting, start painting, and there's like nice heraldry to like get inspired from. So I kind of liked it, uh, and also you get like all the box contents from the from uh, the upcoming releases. So yeah, there's a lot of information on the web website. Yeah. Uh, but uh, before we head into like the last segment of the podcast, I kind of want to ask you if you have any New Year's resolutions for the upcoming year. Martin, have you thought anything about what you're going to sh- pledge yourself <laughs> to? <laughs> I should have seen this coming, but I didn't. Um, the thing if we were thinking warhammer wise i'm i'm gonna finish up my gaming room like that's my number one priority now just to get things organized and be able to invite people to games that are not in a dusty workshop like a nice clean well-lit warm room that's my first priority and then i've been thinking about expanding my warriors of chaos army during the year but uh, i'm that looking would be for a fitting solution uh, new year's resolution yeah but i'm yeah. not gonna promise anything because it <laughs> all depends points. yeah it all depends on <laughs> and the citadel of chaos <laughs> yeah th- that's not done you gotta keep up now because we're gonna shade together to get the uniform stuff is that my resolution could it be you don't want to start a new army, so that it should be. And you have your gaming room, but I'm still painting. I'm still painting. Okay, I I, I say that my New Year resolution is uh, getting all Tomb Kings done, and maybe the Citadel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe the Citadel. Okay. I don't yeah. like painting uh, scenery. Scenery, yeah. no, it's not my favorite. I have so much <coughs> scenery. I should. I'm. Uh, I'm a little bit ashamed about but that. That's my yeah. But we have we have 
tried to find the easiest way to paint the citadel so it's not yes. difficult it's just a lot there's like a lot of yeah. area <laughs> to paint yeah. to cover no matter how you do it with pen or my painting tips to scenery is sheet 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 yeah, yeah. but because you have it an, uh, like air compressor on airbrush yeah but we're done i think we've done what we can with the airbrush now it's yeah we even yeah, picking went, out we, the we even went with um, spray can yeah because the the castle is the citadel is, is huge <laughs> yeah but um I, I pick uh, Tomb Kings as Tomb Kings, yeah. And you said Warriors of Chaos, right? I'm I'm leading towards <laughs> it. I want to expand it. I really like the the monopose warriors. They're so beautiful when they're lined up. The fourth edition ones, like the short. No, 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 <laughs> no. Like the I regular plastic that. with oh, okay, the they're capes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're beautiful. Yeah, they are really. Like, yes, they look like super. They and they're, nailed the and their chariots look fun to paint. With yeah, the war like beasts, yeah, with the gorilla-looking yep. thing That's in the front, the like a bit, bit of like Lord of the Rings ath- aesthetics to it. Yeah, sort like of heavy Urukai armor plates. So. Yeah, so uh, um, if I get my hands on the models, I will try at least because I don't think I'm gonna start a brand new army. Yeah. You could do the seven model army that Monsad pitched. No, <laughs> that's a hard pass for me. <laughs> we we uh, do we get to pick the New Year resolution for Jonas? Pick? <laughs> I don't. Think I don't so. think I can manage. Like, well, we can make wishes. <laughs> we we are living in a democracy, so we could uh, do a vote. We could. Now that Mons isn't here, we should. Uh, yeah, we could also vote for what Mons' New Year's <laughs> resolution should be. No, but uh, what's your plans? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna empty my pile of shame. I'm either gonna sell it or paint it. Like at the end oh, of 2024. Oh, that's harsh. Sell it or paint it. Sell it or paint it. Like. Dibs on buying. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, he has a lot of dogs of war. He's gonna be. Ah, uh, oh. Uh, no, but, but uh, I'm, I'm, I, I've actually like made an investment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I sold but, like, the two kidneys. <laughs> Uh, I've actually also like t- t- uh, like for my Christmas present for myself. I also bought uh, an airbrush, so I think that's oh. the, like oh. in my mind, it's the solution to every problem <laughs> I have. It's uh, it's gonna be so easy to paint everything. Yeah, it's speeding up things. Yeah, like uh, and not having to like uh, bring all the models that I want to prime outside, prime them in the garage, and then that, bring that's them back. also a mental barrier. Yeah, like there's one mm. additional step to line things up. Now I just have my setup i'm gonna place them there then i can like work work them on batch wise so i'm gonna i'm gonna finish my pile of shame or sell it I yeah hope and if it. you're closing yeah. up on november let me know then we can do a <laughs> <laughs> yeah wheeler deal it we have to start a discussion with the bank no yeah <laughs> but I, w- I would say like if, if we if we gather up if yeah. What do you say? Roll up our sleeves yeah. and just invade your basement and paint the shit out <laughs> of your models. <laughs> I have a hard time uh, lending out models for paint if it's supposed to be my army. Oh. I, I also need to be like, if it, it's it, mine, I need to have painted it. Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time uh, doing that way. So I have I, at least two units that have not painted at all. Yeah, I do too. Between uh, That's and over I want to four sell or five <laughs> armies, but 
but but there's yeah. like one thing to commission painting. Like if I commission a unit because I know that someone is good at painting and they can yeah. get it in the style I want, I could possibly live with it. But when I'm like buying things from other people, I like always ask them, "Are you okay with me like putting your army in like a like Bad. bucket of?" <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we we built um, the Throg army and you built the the small ones goblins yeah yeah since they are sold together me and andre uh, often split the larger batches and i took the trolls and you took the goblins yep and i got some trolls that were beautiful i'm talking grade a five out of five yeah and i felt horrible (laughs) dipping them in black (laughs) i (laughs) that was i have some of them and they I haven't repainted them. No, I have. Mm. <laughs> and that sucked. But, but, but <laughs> I, I think I have four of them. Because I kept... So I bought them back or something. Yeah, yeah something like uh, that. Four of them. But there was from one guy that was specifically like even small, small like even small dots on every mushroom and lines yeah. on the... It was insane. And lacquered in different textures. Like everything was perfect. So I, I thought once and twice before I dipped them. Yeah, I kind of put it off to the very end, like this is the next thing I need to paint, then I'm gonna clean it. Or mm. like if I know that it, uh, it, it has like uh, coatings, then I perhaps like prepare it yeah. earlier and all that. But. I can take a model and like push it to my theme. So if I have a model that is decently painted and the only thing that's wrong is the cape, I paint the cape and then keep it. But I wouldn't, but I don't, so I I don't repaint everything if I can. You know, you want to be pragmatic. You don't, don't want to waste time rebuilding it to almost the same thing. Uh, But that's some uh, like pretty good new resolutions, I would say. Uh, But to top it off, uh, I kind of want to give the listeners out there a chance to gauge your nerdiness. So I have prepared some questions. Uh, regarding the lore and Andre I kind of want to test you on your knowledge of the vampire counts since you are painting the blood knights can you actually name some of the characters that have formed the the order that the blood knights make out of no I no isn't that uh no, I can't. There's name. like, like think of like no. certain like nemesis of Bretonia, like some of the iconic. No, I, I can't name any specific uh, vampire counts. I haven't quite gotten to that lore, so I I, I read more about um, uh, what you call the tomb kings, tomb kings, uh, or wh- when. Um, Neferata, uh, but it's the book about he's a super powerful wizard who makes an. Uh, oh my god! It's, this it's far in torment. <laughs> you bought him for me, Nagash. Nagash. Yeah. If you play a battle report, if you do anything and you put a camera in front of your face. Remembering stuff is hard. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I read is. the Nagash books, so it's more like I, mm. I thought that Nagash was vampire counts, but 
but he, but he's not vampire yeah, unrelated he's he is a tomb king okay and the tomb kings hate him too so he's uh, all by myself popular yeah. guy yeah popular guy but you're gonna edit this podcast so you can just cut directly no. to the end of the question the bloodline i don't think i know an any none of the characters you would have gotten points for mentioning either abarash uh, mm. either one of the harkon family yeah uh, valak being the most prominent fighter or the red duke red duke red duke i could have guessed but that's also an issue because they <coughs> are not that much in eighth edition books no Uh, they are there, like there's fluff from the, like the Karstein. The Karstein family is yeah. is uh, represented in eighth edition. Yeah, I think so the Red of the Duke might have his own lore or like novel written. Uh, yeah, something about the Red Duke. Uh, But uh, Valak is a great name, easy to remember. That's a castrated male male horse, <laughs> yep. in Swedish, at least. Uh, he spells it with a W. Yeah. Valach or D- close. Double, <laughs> double castrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin. Uh, shaft and everything. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, <a> plugged. <laughs> oh. <coughs> uh, Martin, uh, I kind of appreciate that you are like collecting and expanding your variety of armies. You have high elves, you moved into Skaven, you have your Norska, but Uh, as far as I reckon, your main army is still the Beastman, so I kind of want to test you on some of these special characters <coughs> there. So I've lined up a couple of names, mm-hmm. and I want you to tell me whether these ones are made up, or if they are actual beast name, Beastman characters. Yeah. Like uh, The first one is Slugtang, and this one is a de- decomposing rack of a creature. He has uh, like a shamanistic form. But his uh, skull is like completely eaten and rotten away. So he just has like this carcass sticking out of his head. And he is foaming with like lice, roaches, worms. And he spreads famine and pestilence wherever he roams. Slugtang. Slugtang. Yeah, he's a real character. Real character. I think the German beastman player in Fallen had him. He oh. moves up and everyone takes damage. Yeah, right. 36 inches. Yeah. yeah correct. Uh, this one, Moonclaw, uh, a maniac Bray shaman that no. isn't born from, like he is born from an egg that fell from Morslib, a meteor that fell from the sky. No, he's not. Actually a real character. Moonclaw. Yeah. He's no. <laughs> <laughs> he is born from the moon Morslib. And he's uh, been around for quite some editions. Like, his fie- rides a Fiendic steed, causes madness wherever he roams. Does he have, yeah. a, does he have a model? No. Uh, no, I don't think no, he, he does. I might be incorrect about that, him not. But I've never no, seen I don't him. Yeah, no, I he, don't he think he I mean, the, I the think lore. He, but now so that you mention it, I, I, I know there's something with one of the moons Morslib is a moon right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the green uh, ominous moons of uh, yeah wherever it I, st- I stand corrected okay. but I, I was certain that it was made up uh, final one Gorthor uh, this is a beast lord that supposedly roams the forest of Hochland and very much akin to like the orcs uh, because the beastmen don't seldom rally together and form warbands 
he has the power to like rally up the troops and actually for, form like beastman campaigns. And at one point he even threatened Hochland and he captured like huge areas of the middle mountains. What was the name again? Gorthor. If you made him up, it's a really good name, but I think he is real. It's actually real. Yeah. Uh, so all of them are, and I kind of wanted you to like, like because you mentioned that the Beastmen have kind of good characters. Do you have any favorite ones to top it off <clears throat> with? I I like I. I think it is the Ma- Malago, the Dark Omen. The, I. Th- think it's the character that um, he uh, eats up his own units and casts <laughs> out the chaos spawns. Okay. I think it's Malagor or another name, but there is one character that eats up the closest unit, one of them, and on a 4 plus he yeah. gains a chaos spawn. That's a favorite. I always wanted to play him, but he's like all of the beastman pushing lords 400 are points. Yeah. <laughs> they are so expensive. Yeah. But all of them are really, really fun. I kind of wish that, that the old world is filled with that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. L- both lore-wise and like Yeah, and they don't have to have super strong rules. I would ra- rather have a decent pointed with one fun rule. There is one character that makes uh, makes for re-rolls of ambush table. That's a good r- rule. You can pick in a character and build an army around that one rule. But I don't want him to cost... 400 points yeah so that it's like i'd rather have a weak dude with one fun special rule to pivot the army yeah that isn't like safely overcosted no yeah uh but uh, since we don't have mons i can't ask him the question but uh, perhaps there are other viewers out there that has questions to us uh order <coughs> martin i haven't seen any no. direct questions really but we had some interesting discussions on our last podcast where we ranked the broken units. Yeah, that was and a pretty fun episode to make. It was. A <laughs> yeah, lot of discussions, but uh, we ended up with Doomfire Warlocks being the, the worst. But uh, we got tips. There was uh, one guy mentioned the Demon Prince with Demonic Flight and Nurgle, Mark of Nurgle or Demon Prince of Nurgle. And you can kit them out pretty hefty. Level 4 wizard would fly uh, minus 1 to hit and everything. So he's strong. I play him in my army. But uh, people that know what he does know how to handle him as well. He also rather expensive. Yeah, 500 plus yeah. points. So I, I feel if you have... A <coughs> if you're up in the 500 points range, uh, they are supposed to be nasty. Yeah, and it's kind of like... He is nasty. Yeah, it's kind of game breaking when you lose that, yeah. because if you lose that y- model, then you basically lost the game, yeah. because all of your fancy special rules, tactics, and all what goes away. Yeah, I lost him in my first magic phase, my last game. Yeah, that's fun. I done it yeah. with Sin Charm and Horrible. Demon Prince, thrown into the chaos. Yeah, it wasn't even Ka- a miscast. Uh, not even a no, miscast. I I managed uh, something initiative of. Purple Sun, I think. Yeah, Purple oh, Sun. Okay. But then I misfired yeah. on the, on the but uh, range. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you put yeah, it on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to roll initiative six. 
Yeah, he, this, he, uh, yeah. He, he has like six. I rolled a six. Yep. <laughs> so that's the first thing that happened, my first spell. And it was against Chaos Dwarves, and I had him lined up through <laughs> almost all the units. Because he flew <laughs> up yeah, through the two main units and I think um, one war machine. So it was mm. perfect, but it was the worst thing ever. It's one in it's one in our group that can uh, do such a thing, and that's you. Yeah, <laughs> and I've nice done man. it many times. But <laughs> there were also uh, some discussions about the Hell Cannon because I I had it on my list, but uh, I picked it out quite early. But there were some discussions in the comments about mm. if you can move it or not, if you can pivot it or not. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's uh, since it's not a war machine, uh, you can't you can't pivot him while you shoot. No. Yeah, Anacron is always yeah. there to help out these so like special that, tricky rules. That's uh, a, like a <coughs> argument for saying that he's not as powerful as you might think because he's he can't a really it's pivot. a little bit harder to play him. Yeah. yeah, you need to think about where you place him in deployment, and if the opponent knows about this rule, they you, you can almost always find something to shoot at. Yeah, but you can always like as the opposing player then opt to like make sure that your important units are outside of his firing arc. Yeah, so that he has to shoot at something suboptimal. Yes, yeah, so you have to think of him as a uh, stone thrower. Yeah. He yeah. can only fire in his forward arc if he. Otherwise, he has to pivot and then he can't shoot. So that yeah. would trickle him down from my list pretty fast. But even uh, there was also, we had some discussions yesterday as well about the White Lions with Banner of the World Dragon and Alariel mm. in a horde. And hearing Niklas talk about it, it sounds Super horrible. Disgusting. So I would say that combination should be up in a broken unit with all the stacks they get. I would say it's up sniffing top 10 at least we have never played like you have white lions but i don't think you no, have just that many, run them in like a unit 20. of 20. yeah like when you bring them in units of 40 and then you also add in like they basically become phoenix guards on steroids with yeah. alariel uh, i think that's that the thing with uh, broken that's the thing with warhammer that b because something is broken in one community it isn't Broken sure, in broken in our community. In our community, it's not broken because nobody plays it. But it's all—it's different metas in different groups, yeah. and that's uh, one of the pointers to go and play in a tournament because then you get to see other kind of play styles, other kind yeah, of even, armies. Yeah. Even reading the the comp, reading Triple Crown, reading Swe Swedish comping. So if something is hard comped and you read the rules and you don't get it, they're most likely is a comp together it. with yeah. another yeah another it's, it's another probably play a stacking style in thing. mind yeah. yeah a stacking thing with yeah it, it, she is horrible but you have to have her in the right unit because yeah, her yeah. buffs plays well with uh, this unit still, I, I felt that with triple crown and chaos dwarf uh, chaos dwarfs and that's why i picked chaos dwarfs because when i read the comp like my favorite units plus comp plus comp plus also i made it uh, so it, they are not so tough they they didn't get penalized because <coughs> I, I i don't know because yeah, i might cost I, much like. i either with that or i i don't play with cc units but i i didn't think that they were 
I wasn't penalized for picking units I like. Yeah, but like the you, you kind of like the demon engine, right? Yeah, it's super uh, fun. Super fun, but it costs like 300 points. 250. Uh, yeah, and Still like unbreakable. Yeah, uh, but you can Lots get the steam tank for that, and I think the steam tanks is even worse. No, like I don't think so. Steam tank is 300 points, I think. No, yeah, it's 250, right? So, so it's the same, but I think the I I think mm. the Demon I think steam engine. tanks is worse. No, I think the demon engine is better than steam tank. I really do. Okay, but uh, steam tank has so much that's versus. But I can. Uh, that's I for another. Uh, that's a fun. <laughs> and, uh, that's okay. Another debate. But it, yeah. I think it, I think it's better. But the so there were no direct questions. But I would like to because um, we're gonna talk about our 2024. Other than if we're talking about personal goals and so on. I'm thinking about the channel. We had some discussions earlier today with uh, Whitmons. What are we going to do in 2024? We have a rough idea how to how we want to work with the channel. Yeah. And what 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 is our plan? How how uh, how's our schedule looking for 2024? We kind of have like the tournaments that you mentioned earlier. So obviously we're going to try to capture as much content out of that as we possibly can like uh, i don't know how we make the london gt work but it would be fun to get some footage from there perhaps have a camera that is able to capture some of our games yeah and get a feeling of the atmosphere and how it does is to play there uh, it would be really fun to film some more games from fallen i kind of like the live stream uh, that we did over there and <coughs> that's gonna be a thing as well we talked to niklas yesterday and i am most likely trying to handle that part that would be super well. fun to yeah. have <clears throat> one the, of the miscasters yeah but uh, i'm thinking like the channel as we are working now the channel is not uh, our main focus we had a small amount of time relatively so we we try to put out a video a week mix it up with a podcast and a battle report and we want to have a few longer battle reports not unedited but full length and the shorter format is more prevalent but yeah but i really like like when you handheld the camera and you get the player's perspective you get to see the dice being rolled and you get everything captured on screen Uh, but uh, like as you mentioned it's not like logistically feasible for us to do that so we try to mix it up with some shorter some longer but I, I wanted to ask the people listening what what you want to see more of. Are yeah. we 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 have a list of stuff that we're trying to improve, like the shots of the units, and more being more uh, expressive, more yeah, illustrative like, uh, in our. The explaining. comment I've seen is that uh, some of the comments have said that they at least they want to have um, movement film. So when we do a battle report, they want us to film the movement. And I can agree that that's a, such an important step that it, it shouldn't be summarized. It, we should actually film while we move units, even in the shorter format. And I almost see that the, the, the longer format, we have more talk about each other, our general stuff. I almost want to have that into the podcast. So the podcast is the like summary Shit show. <laughs> no, like <laughs> yeah, uh, but when we ta- can ta- uh, summarize, summarize everything talk, talk about everything 
and then we have like a when we play the game we focus on that game yeah. that's that's how i see yeah. it and if the viewers uh, feel different or feel the same or any any feedback we are happy to read it and i also i started to i started to do something stupid i have been uh, going through the comments because i uh, since I've been part of the starting to become part of the channel and part of producing content I also got access to our YouTube uh, this YouTube studio and I've been going through comments and you can see like the old comments that haven't been responded to yet so I've started to go back I kind of figured that they were like and going away <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like oh my god I need to respond so if some of you started to get a response even though it's like six uh, months ago or a year ago it's because I've been going back in the log because it's so annoying when you go in and you see I haven't you have a new comment but the comment is like six months away oh, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> my OCD my that's my OCD uh, OCD have kicked in but it's very appreciated yeah. I feel like because we got asked recently why what's our goal with the channel I think we were a bit stunned because we we haven't really got the goal we just on the yeah, spot like, we landed in we like the interactions like the connections we get with with the community with people watching and yeah, it's fun to play but recording it and uh, i've heard someone say the best way to get help is to um is to express something wrong on the internet <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it might that, be that, that we, has been like part we are of we are screaming for help to <laughs> to yeah. play the game but the interactions with the viewers is yeah like I, i'm not the like best part. claiming to that we are like experts at the game no uh, like we find mistakes every time we meet up there are some new rules interaction that we haven't figured out but man we have been helped so much from like yeah, the comments incredible. when we started out uh, we wouldn't have gotten to where we are without all the rules out so that's probably one of the best interactions definitely like like and the whole trope about internet being like a bunch of angry peep keyboard dojo warriors isn't really true when it comes to the warhammer community no but we still need your help what do you want to see what are we missing out you, you said we have to film the movement uh, read a comment we have to uh, be better at filming the units to yeah, display like them there is always room for improvement and we want to be not the best in the world where there's <laughs> it's a high ceiling but we want yeah. to improve all the time so we i would like to have a perfect game a perfect game one game I, that no rules have been i made. still remember our first game where we didn't look in a book once yeah. and then we had played for five years and we didn't have to check out a rule once in a game we st probably did a lot of mistakes yeah but we were certain together yeah <laughs> this yep. is the way it works but that's we, five years of playing but we were also like playing the same army many times in a row and we yep. played against each other so we started to okay these specific rules and this things happens because we yeah we could rem remind each other so there there we probably we were pretty close but the thing happens when you have a new army or have an interaction between two specific armies there's rules that happens <coughs> that only happens between two armies that and, and there there lies yeah. the problem but I'm, I'm i'm thinking about we have the old world around the corner yeah so we are going to focus yeah largely on that 
try to maneuver into the game and see where it ends up and we would be thankful for tips what do you want to see what do you want to what armies do you want to play i know we haven't had dwarves a lot we have caves dwarves but there we are some a, factions we that we are missing we have all armies so sort of if uh, if you well if we do have all yeah. armies we if should, if, yeah. if we the only army we don't own we can borrow yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's dwarves kind of should invite uh, at least Mila or yeah, one of the guys we, from we, the we, yeah definitely we, we have all armies so if if uh, there are a specific wish on uh, a specific battle report between two armies, it's doable. Yeah, like that I know would probably be in, like a good idea for the channel as well. If someone wants to watch a certain matchup, yeah. we can make it happen. Yeah, yeah. or a certain uh, list in an army, because there are some armies that have named lists, sort of. Yeah, kind of like the, the Vanguard Star Dwarfs and Lion Star. Yeah. So yeah. we would love to get what do you want to see and in what format do you want yeah. to see and, and then you can point out any mistakes that we make yeah don't don't stop <laughs> yeah that, don't stop with we like we like all the comments and that's <laughs> also why i would like to finish other or uh, answer all the the questions we have yeah. ever gotten on the channel so it's empty <laughs> okay i had uh, one more follow-up on 2024 about the old world we w we are going to play it a lot hopefully yeah ideally it's gonna be one of those lightning in a bottle scenarios where all of the like various warhammer fractions like sixth edition people get together with ninth age get together with eighth edition get together with new people and you have this clash of different communities new player experienced old players and you get like that interaction between people who can bring their own like metal models from the 80s and say when i started off we used to play it like this and yeah. uh, then you can mix it with yeah the upcoming yeah there's a lot to be i feel like there's a lot to be done regarding the old world yeah it has potential for sure for sure but uh then we're back to square one regarding the rules so yeah <laughs> when the time comes please help us yeah, again <laughs> game is, uh, <laughs> yeah it's far off yeah, now but maybe like per we, we, first we, perfect game of the we will at least continue a couple of months just because of practice for eighth edition so it's yeah we it's we not still have the to door. No. yeah because london yeah. is eighth edition with triple crown yeah we have yeah uh, four yeah. of five tournaments, or is it three or five tournaments? Is is eight edition? Yeah. yeah, and it's gonna be like super fun when you have the overlap. Like, what is good about because you kind of see it more clearly when you have like the comparison right yeah. ahead of you. Like when we started playing WAP, it was so uh, apparent what was like problematic about the magic phase in eight edition. Yeah, and what what things were problematic in WAP. Uh, when we like went back to eighth edition. Yeah, going parallel is uh, it's hard, but it's um, like you, it's an you get perspective. Opener. Yeah, you get perspective. I would say um, one thing we probably will analyze w once we get our hands on the game is how would this match end up if we played it in eighth? Yeah. What would be the big differences in in what favor did it fall? Yeah. I see maybe in half a year or something there's an episode or at least like a podcast kind of episode where we compare the games we know 
Vap, Ace, and mm. yeah, definitely. World. Yeah, and hopefully we can bring some kind of insights that help other people out. Like this Which is how we used to play it, and therefore we think that this new unit in the old world is good. Possibly. Possibly. What do you think about basing on bigger bases? Uh, no. I have one question about that. One thing that, like, we know that they're going to release uh, movement trays uh, so that it fixes, uh, like, the base sizes. The 20 to 25. Yeah. But ever since we started going to tournaments, we figured out that unit fillers is a really, really good uh, thing to add. It is. How do you fix uh, unit fillers into the expanded movement trays? They you will carve away <laughs> the the cross. Ah, but it's not gonna line yeah. up. Like, how do you fix unit fillers into? You have to do a tray where you can actually. Yeah. You have to do a tray where you can fit the unit fillers. Okay, because I see people on the internet are lining up for this new like nifty like expansion like. But I really want to see someone like nail this whole like. If you have like a unit of like twenty models and you have a unit filler that is two by four how do you fix that into the new yeah 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 that way if you have yeah that's an issue that's an issue (laughs) and unit fillers are actually much cooler than not having them yeah if you do a unit filler good way it's super fun kind of think that it's one area that games workshop haven't dipped their toes in like adding cool unit fillers to units yeah there might be because it's looking like uh, on the on the spruce, there are a lot of extra parts. Yeah. Like but back in the days. Yeah, th- and that's that's a good thing. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really optimistic about yeah, that. Yeah, so that that opens the door, because my unit fillers are spare parts. Because you want to have the feeling, the the ambience of the army, in the unit filler. Yeah. If you get one wish, of the new old world, what would it be? One wish. <laughs> I know mine. <laughs> I know mine. I'm I'm kind of like I hope that it's like economically feasible for anyone to start collecting it. I'm not saying it's going to be a great affair, but like if you look at uh, Horus Heresy, which I think is a super cool game, I would like to start it out. But it's kind of expensive if you're going to buy all the shoulder pads, the helmets, the <coughs> yeah. and then all of the like tanks that they are churning out kind of want the old world to be like open for like a budget Horus heresy is insane yeah it's insane so w- wishful budget thinking from from my part i know my wish for the new old world and i've said it before but i want new scenarios mm. with different ways of scoring they they can i think they have a lot to win by offering in eight you have the differences with the terrain that can impact the games a lot i'm hoping they keep that and bring some new scenarios to the table in the rule book i'm gonna sound like a complete hypocrite because what i said earlier in the podcast but please reprint some of the old terrain ah so that you can get uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give me the old give me some old terrain because i don't if you go on to games workshop ha- homepage right now and you look at what terrain do they have 
But they have some cool stuff. No, uh, they like Warcry don't. has pretty good stuff. Yeah, but you can't know. <laughs> okay. I would say that. Agree to disagree. Uh, I, I disagree. Warcry they has. have junk you can put on the tables. <laughs> junk. They have some junk you can put on the table. Okay, and you want the big wizard towers. Oh, uh, my The fortified God. manories. Oh, uh, That would be a given God. in a box. Yeah there's some cool terrain that they could reprint it, it, it would just bring them money like i don't know what but i, I agree there's actually there's one warcry table but it also that one is out of print okay so or not out of, you can't buy it uh, and they have a newer warcry table that's not quite as good so if you were to check explicitly now i challenge to find okay, something okay. that is actually good uh, there is this one like Warcry box. I'm, I'm a bit on a rant here, I feel, but it has like an incarnate uh, beast of some sort. Kind of want to buy it just because of that and make an incarnate of elemental of death. A beast on it. Yeah, it's like an incarnate elemental, and there's some uh, elven tower that's leaking yeah. water. Yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 like yeah, that, uh, yeah, I know. And it's like some skeletons. Like that one looks pretty good. You get some wall uh, ruins. I think there are some good parts yeah. but there could be more fortified manor is yeah, but in high demand com- fortified, manor. fortified manor yeah wizard's tower uh i don't know what's the it's like a like dark the, wizard's the tower forest, tar- yes. the, uh, yeah the forests um yeah it's so so all this but goldies all this but they're 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 so beautiful yeah. yeah speaking of that i was in in stockholm and i played a game of underworlds and one of the players there uh, he had this beautifully painted uh, warband with the uh, that uh, like wood elf forest like mm. as like terrain pieces for his. So neat, like Warcraft three aesthetics. Look, oh yeah, yeah, like really really cool. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's all we have. We've made some empty promises and we've sort of planned out and we have asked for help. Yeah. So I don't think we have much more today. If I'm not mistaken. So I would like to say thank you for watching and uh, we'll see you again next time. Yeah. Probably next year. (laughs) See you in 2024. Have a good year.